listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. Yeah, there's Ted. There Listen like your life depends on it. Broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp headquarters here in wonderful New Hampshire, where the weather is, well, it's humid, a little moist, and so are the zombies. Mm-hmm. Joining me as always, <laughs> don't, don't get me started, joining me as always, my co-hosts and fellow survivors underground in a secure location to the north, it's the busy zombie lord himself, Lou Page. Howdy. How's it going, buddy? It's going pretty good. I uh, just put in my in my new air conditioner, and Ooh. I don't have to worry about the heat all summer. I'm good. Oh, heat, man. It's coming. Can you feel it? Yes, I can. <laughs> can you feel the coming. heat? Can you feel the heat? More it importantly... Was, hey, it was 86 here the other day. I, uh, Ooh. It was awful. I'm assuming you didn't wear a coat to work today. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> well, we're going to start a segment called, <laughs> Where's Lou's Coat? Is he wearing it to work today? Oh, speaking of wearing it, also joining us north of the wall, which, man, that last Game of Thrones episode, I tell you. I haven't watched it yet. I can't tell you. It's Ryan Murphy. You know, we may be north of the wall, but we don't get Game of Thrones any earlier than you folks, even though this episode I hear was based north of the wall. So, Or oh, maybe definitely, on, on the wall. Definitely. Did you see Jon Snow? Uh, John Snow, no, I, I you didn't see him in your I, travels today. As far as I know, he doesn't really know anything, so I don't even know if he gets out much. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, zoo. We, we we need to start our own Game of Thrones podcast. <laughs> no, that that intro is too long, way too long. All we're right, not, we're not going to do that. All right, gentlemen, we got a lot of E three talk here going. Wait, wait, nope, no, no. There was only one E3 talk. (laughs) One E3 talk. But we're going to bring it up. We got a lot of news to go over, a lot of great stuff. So let's just go ahead and break it right down. Nothing other than, nothing other than, nothing other than, nothing other than. That was the wrong button. And now I know. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I hope hope that was actually an accident. It was an accident, and it sucks that my. (laughs) Nothing, (laughs) nothing. Let's get into the news. has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. There, I just got rid of that button. But the Pentagon mm. has laid out a battle plan against the zombies. That's right. Even our very own Pentagon here in the United States. How do you feel about that, Ryan? Do you feel safer living above us? Not really. I mean, no? I've always you feel been more scared. <laughs> I, I, you know, any law that puts more guns in citizens' hands, in my mind, is probably not safe uh, for the normal folks. I mean, if there is a zombie apocalypse, sure, you know, color my face red that I was against stuff like this. But um, in the real world, more people carrying around guns—that's not a good idea. Well, that's you know, not what this is about. Is it not, not at all? I no, thought that's not what it was all. about: people carrying no. guns. No, no, no. That was the news article we covered a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that was the one this in Florida, This is different. Right? Yeah. This oh. is, there was a training exercise done by um, some soldiers in training at, uh, at uh, West Point, and they put together a 
plan for if a zombie outbreak happened, what the government would have to do and what the military would have to do to subdue and keep order in check. Mm. Okay. Yeah. It's and- an un it's an unclassified document they're calling CONOP eight 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 eight. Lots of eights in there. Wow. They, but, what, uh, what happened to the first 8,887 versions? They didn't like, work out very well. They very good? <laughs> Obviously, yeah. It, it's, it, um, it was... Go ahead, Lou. I was going to say, it was part of a training exercise yeah. for the Department of Defense or something like that. This is this this article has uh, been floating around quite a bit. I've actually read portions of it. It's interesting because they even discuss things like you know where the zombies came from, like if they were evil magic zombies. So yeah. you can't take it that seriously. Well, you can't, and you can. I I mean, I guess the, like the Pentagon, the whole thing behind it, they're saying, hey, there's a reasonable explanation for this. It's you know teaching us sort of in home training about what to do in you know planet wide attacks. And, uh, yeah, it goes a little bit crazy where it talks about the different varieties of zombies <laughs> and, like, how to control different, like, you know, different ones. Like you were saying, like, the voodoo zombies and, you know, there's there's different phases of the operation, if you'll call it that. And uh, it's called zombie awareness training. But uh, it, it's kind of – I mean, we've talked a few of these news stories now where it seems like more and more people are using zombie outbreaks as a means to train, you know? Hmm. Right. Which is pretty neat. Yeah. I, I mean, what was it? Last year, the Marines did a zombie exercise where they attacked a facility that's supposedly a fake facility that was supposedly overrun by zombies. Yeah. So, this is also in, uh, in line with, uh, you know, what we uh, talked about a couple, like maybe a month ago about uh, using zombies as a way to um, it, make change for, for the good. Uh, yeah. you know, in building sit- better cities. And I mean, this is just a way to, you know, train our soldiers better. Or your soldiers, to be honest. Yours aren't doing anything. Well, that's not true. <laughs> Yours are sitting there eating poutine. Oh, Poot- man. Poot- they have, they have, the, your your Mounties have big hats. <laughs> mm, so does you- Feral, evidently. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know what the, I don't know if the Pentagon planned on this, but what do we do? If there is perhaps an island that is overrun with a zombie pandemic, mm. Mm? Mm? It, you, you see what I did there? You become the you bomb, and you're about to blow up. <laughs> really? What I don't know that? that song. I've never heard it before. There's something about video game trailers that, like, right? you hear a song, and it's like I got to hear that song, and announced. What was the last one? We did. Oh, Dead Space. Yeah. Yes. Oh no, that it's not going to be that. No, 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 no. Um, I promise that we won't. <laughs> we won't I do just, that. I'm going there. No, but um, so E3 was upon us, and uh, they they announced Dead Island Deuce. Mm. <laughs> yeah, um, exciting. They, they showed a little two minute, trailer, which uh, was very Dead Islandy. Really, um, kind of kept with the theme of what I remember from the original Dead Island, kinda. Um, if I watched the right trailer, the one with the guy yes. jogging, right? Yes. Okay, we all watched that one. Yes. <laughs> okay. Good. Well, I have one uh, question so about this game uh, before we, you know, Jack keep keep it? moving with it. No, well, yeah, okay, follow up to that. I saw, I saw is, your note. <laughs> is Jack Black in it? It certainly sounds like Jack Black near the end. It's probably it somebody does. doing a really good impression. Okay. Well, yeah. okay, that you're probably right because I mean, uh, well, uh, maybe Deep Silver has deep pockets. Um, 
Although, what's <laughs> Jack Black know. doing these days? He's probably not that expensive. Like, let's He's be honest. He's a panda somewhere. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but no, what, what I really wanted to ask was, um, is California an island? No. Oh. What? Are you? What? Did, did you really just ask that? Well, Dead Island, they're kind of like, does Germany not understand how California works? Like, you guys Although don't get There's the, a lot of talk that California could be an island. You guys yeah. aren't getting the joke, I guess. I get, I am getting the joke. <laughs> I'm not being serious. Well, you You're asked it funny, totally either. serious, too. I'm not being funny either. Well, geez, then I, uh, I completely yeah. lost yeah. on that one. Anyways, Dead Island 2 looks great. It's Unreal Engine 4. I'm just going to keep moving on and pretend that joke didn't move over their heads i mean you guys must have had a rough week uh but uh no um you guys excited for this um <laughs> I, I am i i am i had yeah. a lot of fun playing the original dead island yeah i you know i enjoyed it and and i think that uh you know here's the thing that confuses me another zombie game made by deep silver announced a couple years ago for next gen dying light i thought yep. that was yep. the spiritual successor to dead island and that's what we were getting but it's weird that we're getting another Dead Island game. I worry about Deep Silver because, once again, we've got an awesome trailer, and Dead Island 1 had an awesome trailer. But what we got did not match the trailer at all. They just lucked out that they happened to make a decent game. That's that's uh, very good point. <laughs> and we got a really cool trailer here, but is it going to hold up to... Is, is this really neat trailer going to be... Are they going to hit gold twice with it? And I honestly, I'm, not, I'm worried that they're not going to. Yeah. Oh, really? I could, I, yeah, I could see that. Considering that this has been, this has been announced for um, next spring, which is, I mean, the theme of E3. It's a ways away. Yeah, it's a ways yeah. away. And this is just a pre-rendered trailer. You guys will have the link in the show notes. You can check it out. It's definitely worth watching. It's got a, a cool... Um, not only a cool song, but a, a, a neat little um, theme to it, in the sense of yeah. the progression of uh, the it's main It's a clever trailer. Yeah, it's clever. It's very clever. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll hear more as as spring gets closer. But uh, it's probably I don't one see of the how only. You can, I Sorry. don't see how you can really screw up Dead Island too much, though. I mean, as long as I mean, I would probably be kind of content if they kept it basically the same in a brand new scenario. Maybe add a couple new things. They talked about crazy never before seen handcrafted weapons but um i i i never was upset when i was playing the original dead island and i don't think i'd be upset if they kind of kept that same but like lou said i mean if they try and do something way too weird that could end up ruining the game yeah now maybe you know let's be let's be honest when new consoles launch you're kind of given a do-over when it comes to a really popular franchise with the first one and I think that uh, with Dead Island 2, they could theoretically rush it out the door and because it's, oh, it's Dead Island on next gen, I have to pick it up, you know. Yeah, my, my concern with it is, you know, we saw tr- stuff for Daylight last E3 and they said that that would be coming this year. And now they're saying this and they're saying that this will happen this year by the end of the year. Right. And it's like, wait a minute. Um, like, Dying Light's you, still a thing, right? Yeah, well, that's what I'm left questioning. I know I saw trailers for, uh, saw more footage from it, like maybe six months ago. I think so I know Dying, that. Six- sorry, I think even Dying Light got delayed. Yeah, it's not coming out until February. Yeah. 
So you're you're looking at dying late in February, and then spring, you know, theoretically being like, you know, March, April, April, May, or June. You know, like that's really close together. Speaking of June, oh. real quick, this is this June. Friday, June. June 13th, 14th, and 15th, if you're in the Boston area, the Walker Stalker Con is coming to you. And uh, I'm actually, I might be able to go to Sunday. Nice. Really? But the tickets are all sold out. The tickets are all sold out, but I might know someone. I'm close to Boston. Both Closer than I am. Is that what gets you in? Yeah. Like, that's who you know? You're just close to Boston? Yeah. I just oh. know the city. Hey, uh, Boston, why don't you and, let me uh, in? There's... <laughs> and if you guys are fans of the the Kevin Smith, uh, there's uh the the comic book men will be there too, which is kind of neat. Sweet. But um, you yeah, go meet a bunch of the stars from The Walking Dead if you're in that area, and if you are, you know, let us know because <laughs> I want to know someone that's going if I can't go. But speaking of The Walking Dead, and I think we're going to be speaking of it for a long, long time. <laughs> if this is article has uh... anything to say about it, <laughs> yeah. So. Well, uh, well, I guess I'll just read the first sentence. Last year, AMC Network CEO Josh Sapan made headlines when he said, we'll be sitting here in 2022 discussing the fact that Walking Dead is not over. I think it's pronounced really, Sapan. <laughs> Sapan. Sapan. <Right>. So <laughs> Fight. We're talking 12, 12 seasons of <laughs> Walking Dead. I don't see that happening. I do. Like this is a no-brainer. Do like, you? I w- okay. I was talking about this on uh, the hit podcast by Sir Joel Duggan, The Citadel Cafe, and uh, about Game of Thrones. Guy. And uh, yeah, we all love them. Uh, about Game of Thrones and about Walking Dead. And before I say this, yeah, I love Walking Dead, guys. I love it. Now, when you compare those two shows and you look at the producers behind it on Game of Thrones, you have producers interested in telling a great story. No matter what, like mm-hmm. no matter how much the fans kick and scream that they want X character to live forever and be the hero, like they don't care. They're telling a great story. Walking Dead, on the other hand, has producers that are easily swayed by popularity. I mean, you look at the, uh, and, and yeah. you know, you look at Daryl, you look at Rick, you look at some of the characters that are still kicking it now. Like, you know, of course they're going to use that popularity to build up a character, and then eventually they might pull the rug out, but. I still think yeah. that the producers of The Walking Dead are more interested in making a show that, while still great, is going is still enough so that they're keeping it around. And I'm not saying they need to stop making The Walking Dead. I think 12 seasons is great. Do 20. If it's still good on season 20, go for 21. You know, who cares? It's just got to be let's, good. Let's try it for good on season 5. But no, yeah, but uh, really, yeah, exactly. Let's start with how, five. How long? How long can you keep a zombie show good? Let's be. And don't get me wrong. I'm on this podcast because I love The Walking Dead. Yeah, but, well, that's uh, the whole reason. This I guess well that might be the only reason. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but really, if I'm I'm looking at it, you know, man, if it hits ten seasons, that's a lot. Like, how do you keep making zombies interesting? And like, how many situations can you run into? Well, that's the thing, well, Bob, still, is that it's not... The, the show will have to take a dynamic change eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, it's the yeah. only way it will work is you can't keep telling the same stories over and over and over again or people are going to start learning the tropes. What they'll have to do is they're going to they're gonna have to change the dynamic eventually. The dynamic will have to change mm-hmm. where they're not running anymore. They've built a home somewhere and then the dynamic will change to how they protect that home. 
yeah. And not the same way and the then prison. Zombies in space. But, but not the same way that they had the prison. They're going to have to build a society of some kind yeah. that's going to stand the test of time. I mean, I, I have faith that the producers that are currently working on the show, like, I think maybe now they've kind of found their group. You know, it took them four seasons to kind yeah. of hash out who they want to keep on this show and keep working on it. We've had a lot of turnover with this show. And I'm hoping that with season five, we see that, okay, this is the team. Let's, you know, let's let's run that football and, and, and out, out of the stadium. Like, obviously, like, season 12 doesn't end at the end zone. You just keep going down Main Street. But I think that... Uh, I think dangerous. That, yeah, well, I mean, The Walking Dead, zombies, right? by a car. <laughs> well, you dodge. Well, no, well, here's the thing, though, too. All right, let me ask you, let me ask you this question, then. Mm-hmm. So, we all loved last season, and we loved the character development, right? Sure. Like, I think the three of us, anyway, really enjoyed those episodes, yes. right? Where yeah. we learned all about the characters. Season four yeah, So, great. say we want to keep with the same, we, we came with the same group, right? And we try and follow those guys for a couple more seasons. You can't really develop them anymore as characters, right? Because you've already learned all the backstories and whatnot. So unless something dramatic changes where you get new characters, there you're going to be running into situations like we're at right now. Like right now we're facing these guys that we're facing, you know, at the end of this season. And then at the end of the next season, we're going to face a brand new guy. Do you think viewers are going to get old or get old? <laughs> they will eventually get old. Um, do you think they're going to get tired of that? Yes. Like I'm just thinking, I'm thinking Lost. <clears throat> Remember Lost? Yeah. Oh, who can forget Lost? You guys ever watch Lost? Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, the first three seasons, the first three seasons, you're like, oh, my God, this is the best show that's ever been on TV in my entire forever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, season four or five, you're like, they should just probably just end this. <laughs> like, they're just stretching it. You know, and I don't want that to happen to The Walking Dead. I don't want them to stretch it. Well, the problem don't with stretch with the zombies. Lo- the problem with Lost is that it was, it was set on an island, right? So you're kind of like, you can't be stuck on an island forever. You either... <laughs> you either die or you you know you live to see another day. Yeah, you get rescued. You die or you get rescued, and and either way, both well, of those. That's what this show is too, though. <laughs> no, it's not because the whole world is a shit show, and with the Walking Dead we universe, don't know that. well, we don't. And maybe hey, they pull out of the camera, and it's just like Georgia that's a shit show, and everybody else is just fine. Um, <laughs> Everyone's fine. You get oh across my god, the line and it like, zooms Whoa. out, and it's just like the Walking Dead was set in the dome universe the whole time. It was just a bigger dome. You know? Oh jeez! Yeah, you know. Hey, if you want to end it that way, I want credit. <laughs> but uh, no, I think that uh, <laughs> I think that the, the universe is so big and they can do so much. <laughs> you okay? Sorry, I thought I hit the mute button. <laughs> you made me choke in my spit. <laughs> sorry, I that just was the weirdest cough I've ever had. Too. It sounds like you were dying. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I just think that. I just, I'm going to mute. Okay. I just think that this show, they have unlimited possibility. They're only limited by their imagination. And, uh, you know, I think they have a pretty strong imagination. I mean, what do I you think they do. I, I, but we, but we, down the road, they're going to have to start making smarter decisions. They can't keep doing villain of the season. Yeah. Well, right. That's what I'm worried about. And, like, the comics kind of that way but with a comic book it's different because it kind of captures your interest in a different way you're just kind of sitting down reading a a really good graphic novel you know Mm -hmm. but with tv you need to be so exciting you need to hate people you need to love people otherwise viewers stop showing interest and that's what i'm kind of worried about is if they keep going down this path and i don't want this season 
to be like the governor season where it kind of extends over like two seasons. You know what I mean? Like I want it to be one and done. And I'm already if I'm so already you, feeling that way, I'm kind of worried about the future. So you want you want monsters of the season, but you don't want monsters of the season. Like it's almost like the Kinda. show. The show needs um, what Lost had in the sense that it was multi-season mysteries. Like we kind of sort of had that with the show, with uh, the fact that um, you know everybody's infected. Like that was sort of. If you hadn't read the comics, it was sort of yep. a mystery. And I was like, oh my god, what did he whisper into his ear? Was it Hail Hydra? No, that was way before that. It was definitely just that everybody's infected. <laughs> You know, um, I, I th- if someone hasn't done that, someone needs to, you know what? I'm not going to put this show up until we make sure someone hasn't done it and then we're going to do it. Um, but yeah, there's no multi-season mystery. Like they, the helicopter that's been solved. Like is, you know, right now it's just basically terminus. Um, and that mystery has yeah. sort of been solved. So, well, we all, so the, you other thing, the, first. the thing I'm hoping for is Beth got taken. Yeah. And I'm hoping that maybe that doesn't get addressed this whole season or through most of the season. And then maybe we get some kind of hint or reveal towards the end of the season. Uh, mm. I, I See, that's the other thing. Is like, I don't think these producers have that m- amount of restraint. Like, they're very, like, they're very, you know, set it up and they can't wait to knock those dominoes down, like, the next season. It's, yeah, it, that's, that's just true. the way they are. Like, uh, and there's not many shows that do. Although, that. What, what was it, season two, where we were looking for the girl the entire time? Yeah, but it was still within a season. So they found her in the barn. What? It was still within a season. That was midway. True. It, that was I, how they I, ended the. That yeah. was how they ended the mid season. And that yeah. restraint nearly killed that oh. season. So, <laughs> probably not a good example. Right, and that's the thing too. You're at a weird spot where you like you need to you need to keep a fine pace, you know, mm-hmm. where you don't slow down too much and you don't want to speed up too much because, you know, you don't want to get ahead of yourselves in this show because you're doing this till 2022 apparently. Well, it'll be interesting so, to see what sort of restraint they they have with Terminus, whether they get the ball rolling right away or it's you know, it's a slow going. And man, I'm yeah, it's been tough to avoid any of those like leaked shots because they've been filming for I don't know how many know. months now I won't t- I don't touch them when we won't cover well, them on the show because it's kind of unless it's official so yeah. Comic-Con that's probably going to be our first update can't wait alright well you heard it here first Ryan Murphy says zombies in space by 2022 I didn't say that uh, until then <laughs> until then what there is a new zombie reality game show coming to BBC 3 B- BBC 3 yeah BBC 3 is that a channel that is a channel. They have three of them, evidently, in the, in the, I almost said the States. You only got one, BBC. In the States. It's called I Survived a Zombie Apocalypse. Can you guess what it is about, Lou? It's about surviving a zombie apocalypse. Yay! Damn, I was going to go with puppies. You got it right. It's like a game show of ourselves. That's awesome. Uh, so basically, they have a, a, a show where you're filled in a shopping mall. Filled in a shopping mall? You're put in a shopping mall filled with the walking dead. That's awesome. And if you get bitten by a zombie, you're out of the game. How cool is that? This show is almost like they listened to our show and decided to script our ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> should we sue these guys? Wait a minute, you're right. If we yeah, should we, I think we should. Maybe we should all try talking with a British accent, and then maybe we can get tapped to be the official podcast for the Wait, show. We, we we are streaming in the in in London, aren't oh my we? My God, you're right. <laughs> oh, I forgot. <laughs> they took our ideas. Oh my god! They're listening right now, and they're I like, "Shit, the jig's up." Show. 
Do they say jinx? <laughs> <laughs> They're on to us. <laughs> They're on to us. Uh, I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> what, is this, what is that? <laughs> They're on to us. Like proper... <laughs> Blimey. I dare not even one? try. Like you, yeah, okay, they just took us off uh, Lovely's. Or it's not even called Lovely's yeah, Radio. That's it's it. Called something else. Cut it off. Yeah. Cut They're it. Done. So basically, eight contestants will begin an apocalypse of apocalyptic adventure trapped together in a shopping mall surrounded by the Walking Dead. They must live by their wits, make difficult decisions, and use urban survival tactics. Their ultimate goal is to avoid the lethal bite of a zombie and stay alive. Mm. So. So it sounds like though, one of those. Diff- it sounds like one of those camps that we've talked about in the past, but yep. televised. So this is kind of interesting. It's cool, I'm excited, but it's focused on group. It's focused on group surviving, though. That's the awesome part, don't you think? Like it's not just like one person's trying to screw over another person so they can be the one that survives. You know, I, at least I don't think. Will there be voting? Uh, it, it, they're gonna. <clears throat> you are. Yeah, <laughs> off the island. You are off the mall. Uh, Goodbye. You're being fed to the zombies. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Um, no, but really, so it, they say right in the article, it's a question of teamwork. You know, is, it's easier to stay alive when you're working together, but they still have to face tasks. Um, they're going to be dangerous tasks and put them in close contact with the undead so you're not just like kind of held up, um, you know, in one little room and be like, hey, we're good in here until, <laughs> you know, whenever. You have to complete these tasks in order to keep going. So I'm I'm actually kind of excited to see a show like this, but I it's gonna too, like I wonder what kind of zombies it's gonna be. My only fear is that they don't make it a, a game show and they make it more of a reality show because mm-hmm. uh, Discovery did a show a couple years ago. Uh, I think it ran for two seasons where it was like eight people that were supposed to survive like a post-apocalyptic world. And it was way over-dramatized and really scripted uh, to the point where it was almost silly. Hmm. And I'm hoping that they don't do that with this. True. Yeah, I, I kind of remember that and not liking it. Ryan, what are your thoughts on the British one you got coming up here? I think that uh, it'll be interesting. And it's first of its kind. I mean, we have a lot of reality shows, but has there been a zombie reality show in the past? Uh, none that I can think of offhand. There is a movie or TV, a miniseries that was done, and it was also done in uh, the BBC, I think. And it's a set of people on a reality show that are pretending that a zombie outbreak happens, and like a zombie outbreak does happen while that's going on, and they're trying to figure out if it's real or if someone's messing with them. You know, I'm 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 hopeful, and uh, you know, BBC does great work. I've never seen a British reality show, so I don't know, I don't know if uh, if they do good work over there for reality shows. But evidently, they gave us American Idol, so fuck those guys. <laughs> well, on that note, we got another show we're going to be talking about, so we're going to go ahead and get into this week's topic of the week. Zombie topic of the week. You know, I just realized I don't know why I have to say that if the the bumper says it for me right afterwards. <laughs> well, you're warning people. This week's topic of the week is I Zombie, formerly a comic, still a comic, now a TV show. Not still a comic. Not still a comic. No, it's not. Is it? It's all done. Um, it's it's a fun little comic, and I believe <laughs> almost all of us read the entire first issue. Uh, <laughs> this is where Lou says, "Ah, I didn't read it." 
You, you, well, he read the first. T- he got. He probably. Lou, you probably know more about the TV show than us, right? Like, uh, you have a better understanding of uh, of the show. Yes. Yeah. Now, I mean, really, to get the gist of the the story, I mean, how this originated is we saw that this was coming to the CW uh, in the they say the mid season fall, probably like late fall or something. Yep. Fall, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's- it's going to be a new fall show. Yeah, and we saw the poster, and we were like, "Hey, you know, this would, be, it would make a good topic." You know, the, finally, zombies are getting another TV show. Um, so we start with the comic, and the basis of the comic is basically you have Gwen, this zombie who works at a graveyard, and uh, in order to keep from turning into a full-fledged zombie, she has to eat brains at least once a month. Um, yeah. And she does that by, you know, saying, oh, I forgot my bag, and then walking back to the freshly buried corpse, digging it back up, and using a weird red shovel to <laughs> to take the brain out. Yeah, <laughs> flack, indeed. Um, and that, that's the gist of this. That's the setup of the story, but then... Well- well, well, just as you, as you're reading the first issue, mm-hmm. like you you find out at the very last panel that when she eats someone's brain, by the way, she hates the taste of brains. Um, yeah, it was she, like motor she, oil or she gains their memories. She sees their memories and she says that's the worst part. Um, that's how the first issue ends. It is actually a pretty neat comic book. Like I, I picked up the first issue, immediately picked up the second one. Haven't read it yet, but I'm kind of interested in reading more. Lou, did you did you like it, Lou, when you were reading it? I did. I liked it to the point where I really don't like reading things digital, which is why I stopped a couple pages into the the comic because right. I decided I already liked it. And I was like, no, I need to read this in physical format. Right. So I, I see a, a this weekend being a trip to the comic store to get a train. Ooh, so. Nice. So hmm. let's let's talk TV show now. Now in the TV show, it's a little different, right? She's a medical resident. Or she was yeah. a medical resident? She was a medical resident, and she's now working in the morgue. And her name is Olivia, oh, a.k.a. They, Liv. They changed her name, too, eh? It seems that way, yeah. Yep. Liv. Get it? Ugh. Liv. Get it? <clears throat> the CW. Come on, guys. I need a, See, I need a, I need a when, bumper for bad, bad zombie jokes. We oh, talked. Uh, we mentioned this show briefly last week, I believe. And yeah. when we did... I hadn't read all of the details of the show, mm-hmm. but I ran right out to read the description of the comic. And I read the description of the comic, and I got super excited. Right. Because it talks about dogs and mummies. Yeah. And all this really weird, like, neat stuff. Yeah. And then I ran reread this article, and I read the description of what they're calling for the TV show, and I went, yeah. But it sounds like CSI Zombie. Kind of. Yeah, and I completely forgot I was going to talk about that. How in the comic book, it gives you almost like a True Blood feel. Like where the True Blood, the books. Where it's not just she's a zombie. There's zombies, werewolves. You met a vampire in the very first episode or very first issue. It looks like a vampire anyway. Yeah. Like there's a lot of crazy going on in Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. And uh, it's the that's why I kind of like the book. It's not just a zombie book. It's a supernatural horror kind of yeah. comic book you know now that being said and, we don't know for a fact that the show won't include those elements but they are certainly li- relying heavily on the uh what do they call it the supernatural 
Oh, there, there's a procedural or something is what they used to describe yeah. it. So maybe right. that, you know, the the werewolf vampire stuff is the sprinkling throughout the season while it's the, you know, right. zombie and, and I mean, brain that, of the month. That, that, that's what we can hope. Yeah. But yeah. My, my first, my biggest concern is, is that really what they're going to do is she's going to be the only supernatural thing in the show. And they're just going to use it as a gimmick for them to tell solve a mystery every week yeah that's what i'm hoping they don't do that would be i'm hoping it would it would get old really really quick well yeah because she's essentially her only enemy is herself like if she happens to skip a brain you know she's trying to watch her uh, her zombie intake or whatever and she skips a brain like her enemy becomes herself in the sense that she's turning into a zombie right um as opposed to in the comic it seems like she's not only going to have to battle real live murderers because the first zombie brain she eats in the first issue, uh, you know, we, you know, she believes that he was murdered, and she right. sort of like solves the murder. To you get the sense that she's done it before, because in the comic, kind of jumps right in. But she solves the murder to allow the person that she's consumed to move on, because it's a part of her brain. Whether she's crazy or it's actually happening in her head, I don't like know. It's, like it's, yeah, like I was going to say, it's in her head. Mm-hmm. You know, to get it out of her head, she has to solve the murder kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm assuming they're going to use that as this, as a TV show plot as well, like where she's stuck with these memories until she can solve the murder. Well, I think that's how they, well, they've, yeah, they basically said, like, that's how they set up the procedural. But I think in the show, what I like about the show is that it's more grounded. I mean, I know there's a zombie in it, so bear with me, guys. It's more grounded <laughs> in the sense that she's working in a morgue. She's working with a homicide detective. It sounds like they're taking the proceduralness of it a little more seriously than the comic does, where she's essentially, a, a well, for the time being, a vigilante. I don't know if she right. ends up working for the cops or something in the end. but um, Well, it, don't forget either, when you first watch True Blood on TV... Mm-hmm. You, it's all it's all vamps all the time, you know. And then as they progress later in the seasons, you start learning there's more than vampires. There's fairies. There's werewolves. There's all sorts of things. So this could be with this season too, where maybe the first season they focus solely on zombies, and she's just like Lou said, CSI zombie. And then later on, as the season progresses, she starts realizing that there's other creatures out there. I will definitely mm-hmm. give it a shot, and I'm not yeah. going to poo poo it right away because. Uh, I poo-pooed uh, Elementary right away, and I have to, have to admit I like that show better I than I like show. Sherlock. Yeah. I like it better than Sherlock. I like Hacker's Boy, so that's probably my thing. Wow. I haven't watched Elementary. I'm, I'm hoping it shows on. up on Netflix at some point. I mean, I've been watching... Uh, I'm getting a, 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 a Hannibal vibe off of this. Like, I started watching Hannibal a little bit. Oh, yeah? And it seems like that's sort of the same setup, where it's a a different kind of procedural where it's like it's still a procedural they're still murder solving but there's this you know parts of the characters what's makes what makes it interesting is the you know you're essentially solving murders with Hannibal and there's that the, overarching the, story the, the, the one thing I do want to say up front that kind of gives me a little bit of hope mm-hmm. is that the executive producer is Rob Thomas who did Veronica Mars and that's actually a really good show and it yeah. is a procedural so I'm hoping that maybe this will be his next success. Mm-hmm. I hope. Though nothing he does, everything he does gets really critical success and nobody watches. Was Veronica Mars on Fox? Is that how it got canceled? 
Um, I think it might have been. It seems like a show that would be on Fox and then get canceled. I mean, we were talking about this uh, when we were sorting through technical difficulties, Lou, but uh, I'll repeat it. Um, It seems like the CW, when a show does well, um, they run it into the ground. Like, they'll they'll do it until it stops being popular. Um, And this show probably could fit the bill. I mean, like, hey, vampires are super popular. Why can't zombies be super popular? If the CW can still do the Vampire Diaries and give it a spinoff, <laughs> I think that this show could at least do two seasons. There's a spinoff for that show? Yes, there is. We don't need to talk about that show. This, we don't this need show, to talk about it. We don't talk this, about vampires on the zombie no, podcast? <laughs> not just, just not the diary ones. Oh, so okay. this show's got a few people from the cast of uh, Once Upon a Time, um, is which is kind of neat. Yeah, I mean, those actors are pretty good in that show. Did that uh, show get canceled? I, no, that show know. is still going. Oh, Lena, I know. Lena watches it that has show its like own, crazy. It has its own spinoff as well. Yeah. And that I, you know what? Canceled, I'm, I'm digging the Did look it? of... Uh, yeah. Oh. Sorry. Uh, it's fine. I'm digging the look of, of the main character, you know? I think they nailed the I think they nailed the character design down. Is yeah. she Is she eating a, a brain with chopsticks? That There is a photo of her, yeah, eating... Well, okay. it looks like spaghetti, so I don't know. How would you eat your brain? Would you do chopsticks or just fork and knife? Or oh man, I don't know. Like if I was a zombie, I'd, uh, in the comics she sort of like chows down with her with her hands. Like she don't yeah. use no utensils. But um, in the comics, <laughs> I just realized what I did there. Uh, <laughs> but in in the show, you know, it's the CW, so they'll probably have some fun with it. They won't just have her mow down. Um, but man, I don't know. Like, can you depict someone eating a brain? You know, it's. It's very similar to Hannibal, in that sense. <laughs> yeah, I guess. it's all brains. I'm pretty. I'm pretty psyched though because they casted uh, Josh Byer as the Laughing Detective. Did you say the Laughing Detective? Well, Laughing Detective number one. Oh, I'm just messing with you. I don't know. It's got potential. It's it's definitely got potential. Zombies are huge right now, and you know, having a zombie. I, well, you know what the thing is too is it's different enough from The Walking Dead where it can attract zombie fans, but maybe a, a different, different audience as well. Well, it, this is definitely not a Walking Dead show. This is a this is for a very different audience, but hopefully there'll be a lot of overlap. Yeah, yeah, and you know I'm excited because um, Ashley, my fiance, she she digs Walking Dead for the story, for the human elements, but she's grossed out by you know the blood, the gore, and all that. And there just seems to be enough of it that kind of turns like, hey, do you want to watch Walking Dead? I'm really excited. It's like, mm, I don't know, maybe we'll watch something else. But I feel with this show is that. There will be less blood and gore. Um, there will still be, like, organs and shit, but I don't... <laughs> it'll be, like... So yeah, technical. Yeah, I know. Like, uh, But I feel like as long as the CW strikes a balance and does more supernatural and less pretty little liars, the show could work for both me and, and Ashley in the sense that she yeah. loves procedurals. You know, she's digging Hannibal except for the fact that it's, you know, it's kind of gross, uh, which comes with the territory of eating people. But, yeah. you know, then that's not a spoiler. If you haven't seen Silence of the Lambs, then, I mean, get on it, people. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of getting on it, people, uh, you guys should go to slashloot.com. <laughs> they're going to love uh, that. Yeah, they're, you're going to you're gonna order your Zombies Ate My Podcast t-shirt available in three colors, white, ash gray, and jet black. I made the jet black part up. It's just black. I don't know the difference. I think they're both black. Either way, you can get them in a, 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 a plethora of style or sizes. 
and styles too, if you want to consider three a, a plethora. Uh, all the way from toddlers up to uh, double, triple XL. Uh, it's an awesome looking t-shirt with our awesome looking logo on it. Yeah, and if anyone does pick one up, snap a picture. I think I've said this in a few episodes, but snap a picture, send it into the show, and we'll have a prize for you because we have prizes. We're just we need something. We need to give them away. We just need people to do shit to give it away. So if you really send in a picture of your evidence. well, yeah, not don't just email in and say like, "Hey, sounded creepy." <laughs> <laughs> that did sound creepy. I mean, all I'm saying is that, like, you know, snap a pic with your your uh, new Zamp T-shirt, and uh, we might have something for you. And yeah, not well, not just a creepy <laughs> silence. <laughs> that sounded that sounded creepy too. Did, you yeah, you just setting me up for failure. I am. Of course am. we are. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we do here, Ryan. We also got a little bit of listener feedback this week with an email from Gregory. Um, Ryan, would you like to read that? I would. Um, we got an email from Gregory, and he says, Just saw a tweet that makes me think you guys are going to be discussing The Walking Dead. Uh, this email we received prior to Scott, the Scott Johnson episode. Um, that's my favorite part of the show. Yay! Well, we you got a lot Ooh. of Walking Dead talk on this episode, too. Yeah. Um, back a while ago, you guys had a poll on your site on who was going to die. You should bring that back. It was interesting to see who the listeners thought were, was going to bite it. I have a question. Which, Well, before I move on, yeah. That actually, surprisingly, that poll was probably our most visited page on the website. And yeah, and I still remember. I forgot about that. Yeah. So we uh, might have I to. Think, I think we're going to have to do that again. Yeah. Yeah. We might have to think of something, and uh, we'll certainly we'll pop it up there I and we'll tweet it. Th- I think this guy's already thought about it. <laughs> Who's oh. going to die? <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we'll, we'll go with that. Um, but he follows up with, "I have a question, which I think is mostly going to aim at Bob, unless you are all caught up on the comics." Uh-oh. Do you think that they will follow the comics closely in this season with what speculation we have all come to see? Anyway, real excited to listen to the next episode. Keep up the awesome show, boys. Across the pond, Gregory. So speaking of our British listeners. Yeah, or, we just lost them all. <laughs> well, I don't know if he's British, but he is from... I think that's what British people that say. That could be any pond, really. I have a pond down the street from me. Do you think he's across from that? Maybe maybe, maybe he is across the uh, the hockey pond. But, I mean, I mean they're just, mostly not... They're not frozen anymore. I'm so. going to peer out my window real quick here. Is see. he across your pond? No, I don't see him. Oh. No, no, that's just the Slender Man. Oh. oh. Gee, ooh. <laughs> Why would you do that to me? <laughs> uh, well, uh, I guess to answer his question, and I, I think it's a great question, mm. um, I think that they will follow it... Uh, it's hard to answer because the comics already went a different way. But um, I think you'll see a very close interpretation of what the comics had in there for this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as plot development, it might be the same thing with different characters, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, where they kind of follow the same story, but they use different characters for different situations. And um, I, I, I am really excited about this season. And I'm glad, you know, you, you listeners, especially listeners like you, Gregory, that are also comic readers that are still excited about it and uh i think we're in for a very exciting season and i i would say yes i think that they're gonna follow the comics pretty closely i I, that's my personal thought yeah i i mean the show is we're it's gonna take a while for the show to create its own bad guys and i i think personally having not read the comics and just you know noticing the trends for this show I feel like what they're going to do, and again, for people who think I'm talking down, I, I love the show, and I love the fact that they do this, but I really do think that the show is just going to keep following the major villain plot points, 
And I mean, I don't know anything about the comics, but I hear that there is some, you know, connections between what's happening at the end of season four and what could happen in the future and in the comics. But I just I feel like uh, they're just going to, you know, keep following that villain trend. You know, like there's already been talk that uh, Rob uh, Kirkman can't wait to get to the Negan storyline. I mean, I yep. know he's a villain. I don't know what it is, but mm, it's not good. <laughs> I know. I hear it's like Governor 2.0 or whatever, whatever, but I just and that's not a problem. It's it's a show based on a comic. Therefore, they should follow the comics to a certain degree. And I think they are going to, you know, at least follow the villain trend and you know maybe the show gets ahead of the comic book and they create their own villain similar to how they've created their own characters and i welcome that you know uh, they got a while to go before that could ever happen that's uh yeah they, from are, what I they hear. are jumping around a little bit here and there but i mean lou what are your what do you i know you haven't read all the comics but do you feel like we're gonna get a close interpretation this season i think i think this season will be probably our closest interpretation to the comic i think they're gonna take way less they're gonna stray way less than they have in the past um but i i think if we get a season six which i'm assuming we will yeah i think season six is going to be something very very different hmm. oh really predicting yeah. everyone remember Ooh. this episode because it sounds like uh in two years from now lou thinks we'll be watching i you know what i welcome that either way i'm cool with what they're doing I yeah, I, I, I think this is going to be one of the last seasons we get where they stay really strict to the comic. I think going forward after this season, it's going to stray a little bit. See, I almost agree with you. I almost do. I would say, though, after season six, we're going to stray because of... <clears throat> because of what happens in the comics? Because of, of stuff. <laughs> stuff? Uh, I need to catch yeah. up so badly so we yeah, can at least have do. that. You know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I need to say this here, and I think we should make a pact uh, to... You know, uh, to catch up on the comics and have that discussion. Um, I mean, personal preference, but I, I want to catch up and I want to sort of compare notes and stuff. Uh, you know, it's it's not unlike Game of Thrones and you know saying one thing and wanting to do another. Like, I want to yeah. watch the show and I want to catch up with the books, but it's probably a lot easier to read through. <laughs> you know. A couple volumes as it is to read through six or seven George R. R. Martin books. Yeah, those are giant books, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, we'll find out pretty soon, guys. Uh, fall is just around the corner, which is super exciting, and I can't believe it's already in June. But uh, thanks for the email, Gregory, across the pond, whatever pond that may be. We appreciate the feedback. What I would really appreciate, and I know Ryan would, too, is an email about Ask the Busy Zombie Lord. Mm-hmm. Those are our favorite parts of the show. And uh, you guys can go ahead and email that. And Ryan, why don't you explain to everyone how they can do that? I can. Um, you can go to our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com. Send us an email, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Plus one us on Google. Subscribe on YouTube. I swear we'll have some content going up soon. <laughs> uh, we're working on it. If you want to follow individual hosts, you can find me at rmurphy, Lou at busyzombielord, and Bob at F. And finally, a quick shout out to Sir Joel Duggan from the Citadel Cafe. Oh, he got knighted. He got knighted a while ago. We just—I wow. we, have to update this uh, this Man, notes here. That's um, cool. Yeah, but for his artwork uh, that he did for the show, you can find it on your iPhone or on the website, and you can find his stuff at joelduggan.com. You could probably also find it on your Android device because we don't we don't discriminate. Oh, we discriminate. Well, no, that's do, not maybe. true. <laughs> yeah, we totally don't because I don't have. Am I the only one with an iPhone? Is that what's happening? 
No, I have an iPhone. Oh, okay. I just know Lou doesn't. It was a Freudian. It was just a slip. I'm sorry. I understand. I understand. I'm an Apple elitist. (laughs) All right, guys. You know what? Put your dick back in Japan. That's going to do it for tonight. For myself, for Ryan, and for Lou, this has been Zombies Ate My Podcast. Now go plug in your eye, zombie, and get ready to go. Nice. So I guess that was the bad zombie joke, so we're free. Uh, I have a funny feeling it's not. Incoming bad zombie <laughs> joke. <laughs> Damn it, Lou. That was, that was a pretty bad zombie joke, though. Uh, you know what, though, guys? I have a listener-generated zombie quote. Zombie quote? Zombie joke? Generated? So I have screwed up everything. Um, <clears throat> from, it uh, looks like J.J. Boucher. Mm. Mm. It's a nice name. I don't know why I mmmed it, or you did either. Uh, this is an oldie, but a classic. We've done it on the show, but I'm going to do it again. Lou, what is a zombie's favorite cereal? I have no idea. Raisin Brains. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna. I, th- I thought I was gonna say, brain crispies, but oh, <laughs> brain crispies also good. Uh, uh, brainios, c- cinnamon toast brains, <laughs> R- raisin brains makes it works the best. It's, it's great. It's a good job, Mister Boucher. <laughs>